0: Season 3 of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where it's okay to be uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. And today, we're getting really personal about our own experiences with crying and panic attacks. But first, let's share what's been making us uncomfortable lately.
1: Melissa. I am in an in-between stage of celebrating a long overdue promotion. So kudos to me. But... Also, I am in a position where I need to negotiate the salary that they're offering me because they hilariously lowballed me. And it's pretty much a slap in the face. Wait, how do you know it's Um, a lowball? Because the promotional... The promotional offer that they gave me was 4% of an increase. And an average, that is not a promotion. I get 4% for my merit increase, Oh, typically, annually. So this is not a promotion. So yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, after all this time of me struggling to put my foot down and, you know, stand up for myself and, you know, fight for what I deserve... They're like, oh, we'll give you the promotion, but here's the chump change that comes with it. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 So, yeah, I'm dealing with that uncomfortable situation. I just actually had a little coaching session with my brother of, like, kind of mocking a uh, negotiation conversation. So that was uncomfortable, but also helpful. So, Ooh, yeah. that is that's, uncomfortable. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> um.
0: I'm uncomfortable because we, in our previous episode, I think I talked about having to go to camp with the kids. Mm. Uh And, (laughs) you know, I've kind of been against the whole idea from the the get-go. But I went through with it. I planned it. It happened. The kids had a good time. But now we've had a few kids test positive for COVID who went to camp. I have a coworker who has also tested positive. And so now... I'm just tired because the past few days have been insane dealing with constant communication to that grade level about, okay, now this kid has tested positive and let's make sure we test the entire grade every single morning. And like, let's keep an eye on like, if that kid had gone home sick, let's make sure their parents get them tested. And we literally are one student away from shutting down the entire cohort and moving them to distance learning.
1: And that's all on top of the fact that you're also probably trying to keep yourself healthy. Like you also have to do daily tests and all of that. So that's just compound. Yeah, I've had to
0: test every single day. I've got I do the rapid tests at work, but then I also have gone to Kaiser. Um, I did a lab test today. Also, I have another Kaiser test scheduled for Friday. Like it's just so much to try to just make sure that I don't catch it. But then I'm also so tired. I was telling Melissa earlier, like, oh my gosh. Just infect me at this point because I'm no, so tired. and I
1: said no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is. This is what this job has done to you. <laughs>
0: this job has literally made me want this like potentially deadly illness because I know that I would get time. To be home or to be oh off. Oh my a god, bit.
1: that's that's a that's called burnout, my friends. I know. anyone listening, that's called being burnt out. <laughs> it's
0: bonkers. Uh, but yeah,
1: so speaking
0: of things being crazy, um, and chaotic, and and uncomfortable, in today's episode, we're actually going to talk about panic attacks and crying. Um, And we don't mean just like crying, boo-hoo, oh, that movie was so sad. (laughs) Uh, We mean crying, crying, like ugly crying, Uh, snot everywhere, your mascara running, feeling like you can't breathe, crying. Uh, And and we're also going to be talking about panic attacks. Uh, For those of you who may not know, a panic attack is defined as a sudden episode of intense fear or anxiety and physical symptoms, as if, you know, the emotional part wasn't fun enough. Um, Based on a perceived threat rather than imminent danger. So uh, you know, just let's just (laughs) throw it all together and call it a day. But if you've ever had a panic or anxiety attack, um, or just you found yourself crying recently, you're not alone. And today we're going to talk about it. So can't can't wait. She said uncomfortably. (laughs) (laughs) So Melissa, putting you on the spot first here, what about the concept of crying makes you uncomfortable?
1: I mean, I used to be more uncomfortable with crying, but I've evolved over time to embrace it. And I think I've said it in multiple times in this podcast where crying is a vehicle for emotions. So I've seen that it helps me get through the big overwhelming feelings and get that out and through. And then at the end, it leaves me kind of with a more calmer state to begin to process the rest of the feelings associated with that. Triggered to cry and then it's a little bit more clear for me um but I am still uncomfortable with (laughs) with crying when it's once it starts happening especially in a situation or in a place that you know I'd rather not be crying oh my gosh Um, like in public because for me yeah because for me once I start crying I just I can't stop it's like a faucet (laughs) and I've been in situations where like my emotions have gotten to me and I start crying and like I'm trying to compose myself and it's just a hilarious attempt to just compose myself. I just, I just can't. Oh
0: God. So that's
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> Has this happened for you
0: recently? Like when was the last time you really cried? Cried, cried.
1: Cried, cried. Um, Last week <gasps> in my car in the Target parking lot. No big deal. You know, just a casual cry. <laughs> no. Yeah. I was in not in dire straits, but, you know, it was a very... It was one of those things where I had a conversation... I was feeling some type of way after work, and I was driving home, and I called my brother, and I was like, I'm just going to talk through these feelings. And then I end up just start, like... Questions were asked, and they just started <laughs> making me well up and cry. And then once I started crying, couldn't stop, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to head to Target and do some therapy, Target therapy, Um, but I ended up just... Crying into Target parking lot. I went into Target, so I wouldn't look like a crazy person, but then I did not buy anything, which is surprising for wow, me. Wow, you didn't? Um, Yeah, no, that's, that's how, like, how intense it was i was just like nope i can't even focus to be in dark wow, right <laughs> okay couldn't even be distracted yep. by it huh Mm-mm, could not couldn't let all the little things in the dollar section get to me oh this my time. gosh the fake dollar okay. section it's anyway fake dollar section. yes anyways when yeah, was the I... last
0: time you cried before we recorded this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh god ay, ay. it's been much lately and i know that crying is a release And I logically understand what you're saying about how after you cry, there's a sense of calm in which you Mm -hmm. can then process. But I just hate the crying so much that I will actively (laughs) fight against it. I will try to stop myself from crying if I can. I don't know. I I want to have a better relationship with crying. Not that I want to be crying all the time necessarily, but I just (laughs) want to be able to welcome it if it happens and just acknowledge that. It is a form of release because right. that's that's what I have the most trouble with is that is the accepting. Crying.
1: It's like you're, yes. cry- you're yes. crying about crying. Yes.
0: I get so annoyed or I get mad at myself and I'm like, stop it, Vanessa. I literally be like, stop it. Stop crying. Yeah. Which never it helps. Sounds-
1: <laughs> that's I could. Yeah, no, I definitely relate to that. But yeah, Oh, I was going to say I was it, half jokingly. It's like you'll you'll have a better relationship with crying if you just cry more often. But you know. With practice. Practice, with practice makes perfect. Just practice crying. No big deal. You know. But um, in relation to that, I know that we mentioned panic attacks. And, you know, a lot of the times when you're going through a panic attack, it can either start with crying or even end with crying. Or, like, do- the whole duration of a panic attack could just be crying the whole yeah, time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: yeah. So what is the most uncomfortable aspect of having a pan at- panic attack for you, um, other than all of the symptoms that you previously, you know, read to us? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think for me, the most uncomfortable part of the panic attack is that I know it's deeper than a cry. Mm. Not that I've had them like frequently, but I've actually had a lot lately. Mm. Uh, And for reasons that I don't know if I understand really, I know that it's my body's way of trying to communicate something to me. I know that. But Mm. because my body can't just tell me what is wrong, I'm left having to, to infer or guess or like make my best judgment and that's that to me is super uncomfortable
1: so you've been experiencing panic attacks recently and how do you know that it's happening to you um like the onset of it the crying is definitely part
0: of it but it's also just like the obsessive negative thoughts That come Mm. out also for no reason. It populates your brain. Yeah, and it scares me that it can just happen for like absolutely no reason at all.
1: Well, some of the symptoms of panic attacks include a racing heartbeat, shortness of breath, dizziness, trembling, and muscle tension. Is this something that you've experienced? Yeah, for sure. Times. Yeah, uh, sometimes,
0: or I guess I've noticed it more recently. But like when I am having a panic attack, as of late, the racing heart and shortness of breath are yeah. definitely present um and trembling kind of sometimes muscle tension I get really anxious and so I'll start maybe like massaging my finger aggressively mm. in an effort to like balance out my emotional and physical need in the moment
1: mm-hmm. but
0: yeah, interesting, it's very uncomfortable
1: and I will say that I've I in recent times I can't remember the last time that I've had a panic attack But I have had panicky moments where I am experiencing those things where it's like um, anxiety surrounding like a big like presentation or a very important presentation for work or even like the idea of negotiating my salary that like that racing heartbeat and like shortness of breath. And like I know whenever I'm getting going into a situation where I'm unsure or I'm anxious about the outcome of it, Mm -hmm. I my natural tendency is to have that little like I, I don't tremble per se, but I like shiver. Even mm. if it's not cold. I have to I have yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm just like, why am I even shivering in a, in like this is a very warm room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? I know. now I've um, had
0: that same thing happen to me, the trembling yeah. hands. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah. yeah. I hate it.
1: I hate it so much. Not not great. <laughs> not great.
0: <laughs> um, well, I mean, we kind of talked about this already, but the idea of crying um, and having pent up just feelings of anxiety or dread uh, can often lead, I think, to panic attacks. So I don't know for for you, like, okay, a panic attack and anxiety, I feel like are in the same family. Mm -hmm. But what do you think? They're cousins. Okay, yeah. So like, what do you think about the connection with anxiety or like what's your what's your connection with the term anxiety right now?
1: I have never been like formally diagnosed with any sort of like anxiety dis- anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. I want to say that I do deal with general anxiety and I want to say presently it's less so. I feel like just over time I've learned different ways to cope or at least identify when it's happening as Um, compared to before or in contrast with before maybe in like my college years I would just feel these feelings of anxiety that I know are associated with anxiety but not know what it is and just feel like this is something that's only happening to me in this situation and the overthinking and then the obsessive thoughts around you know a certain thing and like having those physical um symptoms I've experienced that in more intensity, maybe in my college years, ah, than I do post, I mean, I, I live in a post-college world, but like, I feel like I'm so detached from even college at this point, but yeah, yeah, I just, I know that now my present, if we're talking about present relationship with anxiety, yeah. it's still there, and, but the thing, is, the advantage that I have is that I know I can acknowledge it, and identify it, and therefore it helps me to be able to at least come to terms with it or deal with it in a better way than i would have in college
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i get that i just for me i people like are gonna hate me but i always kind of thought anxiety wasn't super real Mm -hmm. and in my mind what is life then if you can't (laughs) always be comfortable It's true. Sometimes things in life are just uncomfortable and that's just the way it is and you figure it out. Yeah. And so for me, I've had a hard time believing in anxiety as a real condition or a real thing. And it's not till now that I'm experiencing it so much that I think I understand what it's like for some people.
1: It's a little bit, it's something that's scary because it's something that you can logically explain um, when you're not experiencing it. But when it's happening to you it's something that's not in your control. Yeah. And I and hate it's that it's just I hate being happening out of control. to you. Exactly. And, and and for some people it's something that it's a constant thing. Just just imagine having that constant dread all the time. Ugh, I can't. It's awful. I can't
0: yeah. even the people who have more than one at a time, or the one like one in the same day, it, it yeah. it's it's it can break you, I think.
1: And I think we come from a culture that doesn't acknowledge a lot of mental health situations you know
0: yeah conditions
1: so it's hard it's something that we just you know learn over time hopefully (laughs) and it seems like we are Um, not that i want you to learn from experience but you know (laughs) i'd not learn from
0: my experience (laughs) um i think they go hand in hand i I think i know that now Mm -hmm. um but from even the the very first panic attack i feel like i've ever had recently because i really didn't know the cause of the panic attack that was the most frustrating and uncomfortable thing for me.
1: Just like, why is this even happening? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, excuse me. I mean, yeah. I thought this happened yep. to other people, but not to <laughs> not me. me.
1: You know, shifting it back a little bit to crying because it is, again, attached or, you know, associated with panic attacks, whether you're crying the whole way through or, you know, it's something that triggers you. What are some of the things then, like what are some mindset shifts that can make us more comfortable with the idea of letting loose and crying or even like acknowledging, we were talking about acknowledging the anxiety that you're feeling or the feelings that you're feeling or even the panic attack that you Mm -hmm. may feel is coming. So what are some mindset shifts you think can make us more comfortable with that?
0: Um, I think the first one is just admitting, admitting you have a problem. No, but uh, like admitting that. (laughs) you're crying and okay. And I'm crying and that's what's happening here now. (laughs) And that's okay. Or even admitting I'm having a panic attack because I can't even, I can't even tell you when I was crying every time when I was crying recently and even the panic attacks that I've recently had, I'm in denial. The first time I thought I was dying. I literally was like, Oh my gosh, this is a heart attack. I thought I was too young for this. How dare my body betray me this way. Uh but, right. But I think acknowledging like, hey, you know what? You're you're panicking right now. You're having a panic attack and that's okay. And that's we'll deal with it. Just having that that mind shift set could probably be really important.
1: Yeah, I think for me, realizing maybe I've cried enough times, that like guttural cry that like like to the core kind of cry. I've done that quite <laughs> I think maybe enough times to be able to realize that that whole this is happening right now, but you've experienced the other side of it and it's good. It's it's something that needs to happen. <sighs>
0: well, I, I think besides acknowledging it or besides just being present in that, there are definitely strategies that people have used to calm down when they're feeling some type of panic attack, I guess. Um, and I've actually tried a few things myself based on when this happened to me recently now we're definitely not qualified to be giving any sort of advice we're still (laughs) i want to name that we are still dealing with our own things you know we're not experts uh but we've found a few suggestions or we've compiled suggestions that we've read that we've heard that we've experienced for you um so the first one is to recite a mantra to help yourself calm down so mine is i'm not gonna die that's just my new thing. I'm not going to yeah. die. This is fine. Like, I'm not dying. That's my that's my new right. reminder. Uh, do you have a mantra you tell yourself when you're crying or when you're really upset?
1: Yeah, I find myself when I'm in times of a, a you know, whether I'm stressed or whether I'm like in the act of crying or, you know, having an anxious time, um, I tell my or, you know, I tell myself I'm not OK, but I will be. Mm. So I acknowledging that I am. Presently, not fine, but I know that I will be. Mm-hmm. I just need to get through this. So, just I, that's something that I found myself reciting, okay, over and over. So I gonna borrow
0: that. Maybe that'll help me. It might help you. Yeah. Uh, another one that you could that you could try, and I actually was taught this when I was having my most recent and kind of first, it felt like, big panic attack. Uh, was to focus on your five senses. So I believe the strategy is count five things that you can see, four things that you can, I think it's either hear or feel, and then three things you can either hear or feel, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste, which forces you to slow down, to stop, to acknowledge the things that are around you. And Mm. it actually did kind of help me when I was having having my panic attacks recently so yeah i mean just try it i guess if it ever comes up like it's one of those things where i hope you don't have to use this strategy at all in your life but just in case case. here it is um another one is to focus on your breathing which melissa hates and thinks is (laughs) bogus i
1: feel like whenever whether it's like in a meditation that i'm doing or in a yoga class that i'm in i whenever it's the i get anxious around the part where they're like Just focus on your breathing. Let's do lion's breathing. And I'm just like, I don't want to think about breathing because the more that I think about breathing, I'm more aware of my breathing. And now I'm just like overthinking my breathing and now I can't breathe. That's just maybe, again, general anxiety (laughs) coming out there. That's so deep. But that's just... But you need to like breathe to live. So. (laughs) Okay, fine. I will... Smell the roses and blow out the birthday candles when I'm having it a is helpful. <laughs> panic it attack. Is helpful. Yeah. It is helpful. And it works for other people. I'm just saying for me, <laughs> it's just a hard one for me to do. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, for other people, it might be easier to just um, get some exercise to regulate uh, your breathing and your, your heart rate. I think that could be helpful um, to, to remove yourself from the situation and, and like get some fresh air or something.
1: Um, yeah take a walk
0: yes i should probably try that myself take my own Mm -hmm. advice you know what i mean
1: so hopefully i mean again we are not experts by any means but hopefully you find some of these things helpful if you are ever finding yourself in a panicky moment or in a panicky attack situation hopefully not but these are some things that we've done that have helped us in these kinds of situations so hopefully it's helpful too and if you have any other suggestions or any tools in your toolbox that please you share use them and with us at. please because <laughs> clearly this is
0: happening to us
1: well on that note thank you all for listening today um be sure to follow us on apple podcast spotify and on instagram at i we release new episodes every tuesday so we will see you next week